Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 87 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of December 7, 2021. On today's episode, mobile checkout expansion. A new multi-million dollar bus system is coming to Walt Disney World. New restaurants have reopened or have reopening dates. And in our main segment, we discuss what Bob Chapek has not screwed up yet. Not a very big list. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, let's dive right into housekeeping this week. I just came up with that. What's that? That was well done. Thank you. The Flippin' Fins Pool and the Cozy Cone Pool at Disney's Art of Animation Resort will be closing for refurbishment in early 2022. Um, Flippin' Flippin' Fins. (laughs) I can't even say it. Flippin' Flins. Flippin' Fins. Pool will close in early January, reopening in late February. Uh, 2022 and Cozy Cone will close in late February and reopen in mid-April. So you're looking about a month and a half, almost two months um, for each pool? Yeah, but I mean, this is one of those things where, yeah, we have to talk about it because it can be impactful. If you're staying in that mm-hmm. area of the resort, that that can be a serious hit. I totally get that. But I mean, what do you want them to do? You have to, even the, the local community center pool that I worked at in the high school and college, we closed for a week every summer, drained the pool and did a deep clean. Even, even as lifeguards, we came in and, you know, have like little cleaning things to do. Not anything crazy, you know, chemical wise, but I remember like baking soda and water on every like hand frail we had to clean and, and things like that. Um, so, so you can't, you can't really get around it. It's, it's a, a necessary maintenance piece that they have to do on occasion. Yeah, and the uh, the big blue pool um, will remain open um, during these times. I was a little surprised at the length of the refurbishments, Donna, but I guess that's relatively standard. I mean, I think the bottom line is it's going to depend on what they need to do. They'd always rather overshoot sure. than undershoot. So if when they close it and drain it, they don't see any issues, great. If when they close it and drain it, they have to, you know dig into a wall and repipe something. I mean, that takes a long time. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. All right. You're up. Uh, should we splash into this one too? Yeah. Oh, come on. You're allowed to say dive and that's funny. And I can, I say splash for another water thing. You don't laugh. Uh, I was trying to think of another one. Yeah. No, go ahead. We can, uh, <laughs> We'll ride the tide into this one. Boom! So Cali River Rapids refurbishment has been, has been extended through January 3rd, 2022. So the reason that this is just a little bit surprising is because previously it was scheduled to reopen on December 16th. Um, and this one did get pushed out a little bit. So it will be um, you know, still down for the busiest weeks of the year. Now, of course, you can follow that with, you know, you're probably not going well, some people would. Most people probably would not want to go on a water ride when it's, you know, only 71, 72 degrees out. But there are some people, you know, Andrew and I were talking with this um, the other night at Hollywood Studios. We came out of dinner and we all had jeans on. I guess, well, maybe Andrew or my dad might have had shorts, but my mom, Anthony, and I had pants on. Um, and then we put jackets on and Anthony put his little hood up. He was cold. And Andrew's like, look at all these tourists walking around. They're still wearing shorts and t-shirts. And here we are, you know, the Florida locals now, you know, freezing yeah. when it's 60 two degrees or whatever it was donna i don't i don't think you even realized what you said and how many people you offended by when you started the segment by saying nobody wants to do a water ride when it's only 72 degrees (laughs) well i don't want to do water ride when it's only 72 degrees i'm telling you that much yeah it wouldn't bother me but yeah it's kind of interesting um galley's always is is a popular ride it may not be my overall favorite thing in the world. I think it, it could be a little bit lengthier and better, but um, any attraction that, you know, at Animal Kingdom coming online is a good thing. So hopefully it'll be back sooner rather than later. For sure. All right. How about we check this one out, Donna? <laughs> <laughs> this was a good one. Mobile, I was super stoked when I read this. Um, I think I said this to you immediately. 
Uh, mobile checkout is now available and coming soon to more Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort shops. Um, it was in testing, and even in the app, it'll still say uh, it's testing this feature or, or whatever it is that it says. But um, open at World of Disney at Disney Springs, the Creations Shop at Epcot, which I actually used mobile checkout twice. Got to say, Donna, flawless. No it is issues Donna. with it so, whatsoever. Um, you know, I, I showed my mom. She was able to to do it. And, and it was just, like I said, absolutely flawless. Well done. Um, they have multiple checkout stations that are set up. And this was at the um, temporary mouse gear as well. So obviously okay. that test went well enough. Um, currently open now, which actually happened i think maybe the last day um of my trip or, or a couple of days before the emporium at magic kingdom which holy smokes if there is a store that needs mobile checkout that's the one um emporium and will also be coming soon to mickey's of hollywood at disney's hollywood studios and island mercantile at disney's animal kingdom theme park these are all the um shops that are you know on the main, mm-hmm. main walkway walking into whatever particular um theme park that you're in um i've used it at let me see world of disney and disney springs i've used it i've also used it um in creation shop in epcot and i think i used it like you said in the temporary setup for um mouse gear where the yeah. places i used it for, um, oh, just, and I wanted to mention, because we do get this, I'm sure somebody listening will have this question. Any applicable discount, whether you're DVC member, annual pass, automatically applied, as long as that particular uh, entitlement, I guess, would be a way to say it, Donna, is linked well, and some to your items account. Aren't, you know, some items don't count, so that could also be a thing sometimes. So, yeah, as long as the item and your discount all apply, or like a Disney Visa card holder. You know, 10% off of 50 or more. Same thing. If you spend the 50, you get the discount. Right. I'm keeping uh, you up here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm tired. Uh, we, we did go to bed at like midnight last night getting in from the plane. Um, but at, I didn't even realize this, Donna. There are a lot of places that are opening um, and have been opened at Disneyland and Disney California Adventure that also support uh, mobile checkout. Disney Clothiers, China Closet, and Plaza, Plaza Point. Um, which is all one thing, I believe. Um, I thought we were friends. Why would you say that when Andrew's right here and now knows that I could go into a store in the summer and when we're in Disneyland and buy something without him necessarily seeing me, seeing me do it? And are you going to stuff the merchandise in your pants? I mean, I'll have a backpack that I can put it in once it's paid for. True. Um, <laughs> Important. <laughs> very sneaky you are um emporium pioneer mercantile and bonanza outfitters the star trader elias and company uh web suppliers and nick's naps um all supply uh supporting mobile checkout as well no yeah, good i mean so, it's a good thing for sure yeah love it all right next up is um something else that you're gonna love once it's in place uh that is a multi-million dollar bus system uh that is rumored to be coming to the walt disney world resort so this has resulted in some changes in upper management of the transportation department reduced hours short notice schedule changes for cast members just a little bit of a hot mess and jamie you and val experienced I don't, we don't know if it was directly related to this, of course, but you experienced firsthand a pretty big blurp at Animal Kingdom Lodge or Kadani, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, we were at Jumbo House um, oh. this time. Yeah, it probably waited. Well, we waited at least 30 minutes for um, a bus to Magic Kingdom. And I get that's that's one of the furthest you know routes you can have. But also, if, if you think about it, going from the Grand Floridian to animal kingdom would also have that that sort of length as well or any of those magic kingdom type um resorts and and it was uh, i also thought it was odd donna during peak times that um jumbo house 
and Kidani Village. All I know it's all a part of the Animal Kingdom Lodge umbrella, if you will. Always shared a bus. Especially because of the size of the resorts. Yeah. You're not talking about like the Polynesian and the Polynesian villas, which, you know, they used other buildings to to yep. become the Polynesian villas. Um, you're talking about two big buildings with a lot of room capacity. Oh, a hundred percent. And the the other thing, and I know we're we're not going off on a tangent because it's related to it. Um, but the other thing that I thought really interest was interesting and worked against us was they always dropped off at Kidani village first, Hmm. even though you pass by Jumbo house, which I didn't understand. And even um, to the point where there were um, on one of our routes, two, two people that had scooters, I think that, had to go to Kidani Village. So instead of dropping people off and, and emptying the load, so to speak, at Jumbo House, <clears throat> excuse me, all of these people had to um, move around to accommodate to let the scooters off of the bus. It just it didn't make sense to, to run it that way. I didn't get that at all. And why you wouldn't drop off at Jumbo House first. I'm sure, first... Bob I'm sure Bob I'm sure Bob made that decision. Yeah, something, another thing he screwed up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and when we're talking um, this rumored multi-million dollar bus system. Oh yeah, we probably should put a number on that, shouldn't we? Yeah, to the tune of eighty million dollars. Uh, yeah. So the the reason that this is having a direct impact and like we said it may not have directly impacted our experience this past week but um, management is attempting to reduce overtime to compensate for a new um, busing system so what this new rumored busing system is going to be or look like or if we will have any sort of um, I don't want to say knowledge of it but, but direct interaction with it Nobody knows. I, I mean, $80 million. What are they going to do with that? I mean, this is sheer speculation. I've read nothing, not a word, rumor, nothing. I've read nothing about it. But $80 million, like to me, and I guess I don't necessarily understand how much things cost, but that almost seems like they're going to make like another lane throughout all of Walt Disney World just for buses. And have it be like an automated, almost like trolley type system. Like no drivers even need it. They drive their, their, their whatever happens. But like $80 million is so much money. I can't even fathom that. It's funny you said that because I was actually going to bring that up and, and kind of wonder. Because we knew, <clears throat> excuse me, or we've heard that Disney had tested backstage with cast members autonomous um, unmanned, you know, transportation, um, smaller buses, we'll call them. Right. Um, and, and I mean, for $80 million, could this be a part of it? Eh, I don't know. I mean, that's a crap ton of money. All right. So, just for funsies, while you're starting the next story, I'm going to Google like how much Tron costs to build and how much, um, uh, Galactic Star Cruise. Well, I guess that's not a fair comparison because it's a hotel. Well, I don't know. It would be kind of fun. Let me do some Googling and you uh, you start the next story. Uh, can I shoot a guess first before you do yeah. <clears throat> Tron, I'm going to guess, is around between 260 to $300 million. Oh, good. The, the hit I got was how much did it make in the movie theater? No, Perfect. no, no. That wouldn't be... Uh... <laughs> Cost to build Tron. Uh, operating. Trying to see. Um, Tron. Uh, Wikipedia. I don't want to use Wikipedia. Okay. Estimated. I've got an estimated from Inside the Magic. Yeah. Go ahead. If that's all we can find. 5.5. Oh, no. Excuse me. Small joke. Wrong. Where? is this we should have been able to find this real value 77 no 
A real value at seventy-seven thousand? No. Oh, uh, you were looking at uh, the Disneyland Shanghai cost five and a half billion. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, while you're looking at that, I'll do the next story and we'll check back in. Oh, 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 oh! Tron Light Cycle Power Run Rumor Tracker, um, June of 2020. Construction on Tron uh, Light so Light ugh, Light Cycle Runs begun. The price for the Tron attraction has a budget between 350 and 450 million. Okay, that's that's reasonable. See, I never would have guessed that. So then that means my whole idea of a whole new road system and everything like that is there's there's no, no way. I, I yeah, I don't think <clears throat> I don't think for eighty million that's what you would get. Um, but it, it almost sounds it sounds like some sort of computer overhaul upgrade system, maybe new buses, um, would be my guess with what, what it is. Something that we may not outwardly ever see um the the autonomous thing is probably gonna is further down the road and would probably cost more than than the 80 million um i wonder if it could be some kind of built into the app because you know they're trying to bake everything in there now um when you're walking to a location because you know let's head to the bus now that you go on the app and say i'm heading to this resort and when a certain number of people say i'm heading there the bus dispatches or something. It's funny. I actually thought about that on, on the, one of the bus rides there that it, it would be nice if they had something like that. The only problem is that would have to be opt in, meaning you're relying on the user to do something. True. You would almost want it more intuitive. Like, you know, if they're tracking magic bands or something like that but people get so crazy about privacy it drives that drives me insane but that's a whole other show and and topic um (laughs) but yeah no that i actually did think about that donna the but the only um and that's why i had that kind of quick response with it is i actually hadn't thought about that but the user opt-in i think is a, a barrier to entry so to speak fair uh super zoom magic shots now available at all walt disney world theme parks Guests looking to make a unique memory around Walt Disney World are in luck. The popular magic shots, which are currently um, at Animal Kingdom and uh, Magic Kingdom, are now at all four as well. So they have expanded to Epcot as well as um, Disney's Hollywood Studios. I think I saw the one at Epcot today. It was right in front of Spaceship Earth, if I I saw it correctly. Okay. Yeah, which is... is say, I mean uh, yesterday. I was at Epcot yesterday. It's been a weekend. Yeah. No, um, these things are cool. I, I mean, they take... I mean, they zoom in. You know, you have this far out picture with landscaping. I'm looking at the one of Epcot right now. It includes the monorail beam. You know, you have all the different landscaping. And then it zooms in, like, right beyond the fountain. And you're there. So it's it's almost like a 15-second video. Um which is just super cool. It's super fluid. I, I think it's a really cool use of technology. Uh, side note, can we talk about the Disney Visa card holder photo experience at Epcot? Sure. Did you guys do it? No, because I think we were either heading home when you told me it reopened or um, at Magic or we weren't at Epcot that day. Okay, so... Um, Anthony and Andrew and my parents went into the Pixar shorts. I don't even know what I was doing. Oh, I was talking to someone, um, I guess relations about my dad's hip and seating for candlelight, like how that would work if we could request to sit, you know, on the end of a row. Cause my dad really can't sit like with his knee bent, you know, at a 90 degree angle. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. I know what a um, 90 degree angle is. Okay. Well, you're looking at me like I'm nuts. Um, so I talked to to talk with him about that and sent them over there. So Andrew texts me and he goes, Hey, we walked right in. It was perfect timing, but Anthony wanted to meet Mickey. So I told him we'd do that after the shorts. So I walk over, I sit, you know, outside of the shorts, watching the idiot parents, let their parents get, let their kids get completely soaked head to toe, utterly dripping wet from the shooting water fountains. That was, that was like a side note of a side note. So Focus grasshopper. So they came out and I said, Hey bud, the, the, 
the um, character meet and greet reopened that you and me and Dada used to do all the time before the parks closed. Because that used to be like a really cool, you know, you show your, your Disney Visa card. The queue was kind of pretty. And then the last room, you'd meet the characters. They take a bunch of pictures, send you on your merry way. So I figured, you know, instead of walking back into the other building and having him potentially make a play to see the freaking shorts again, to just go into the the Disney Visa um, experience. So we walk up and it's a photograph. Donna, can I interrupt one second? Yeah. Was was, uh, Mickey meeting at the shorts? Okay, gotcha. Correct. Yeah, that's where he was the last time we went there as well. Um, so we go and there was a photograph photographer at almost like a check-in booth, which there hadn't been in the past. It had been like a regular, you know, regular, a different, a, a nondescript <laughs> guest member, um, who used to just check for your Disney visa card and just let you in the line. Um, but it's a photograph photographer with her camera and she goes, okay, you guys are going to wait here. And I'm thinking like, what? And then I see and hear like a camera flashing and see like the flashing light, like right around the corner. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if this hallway's longer. So they put the characters at the end and like made the family stand up further. I'm like, oh, thinking like in my head, okay, fine, whatever. So we're standing there and like, it's a while. And the photo pass tracker finally goes, okay, it's our turn. And we're like, okay. She lines us up, all five of us, dad, then me, then Andrew, then mom, then Anthony, like in, re- in height, tallest to shortest order. Well, I guess... I don't know, whatever. I was in front of my dad and then it was Andrew and Andrew was a little taller than me, but whatever. Um, takes a picture in the hallway. We go around the corner. She stands us in another hallway with a painted monorail on the wall, like the said cool cue. Takes a picture there. Round another corner. Take a third picture in a third hallway. And then we go into the room where they had had the characters previously. And she goes, everyone, look up at that curtain and look up, look up. And she's like trying to get Anthony's attention. Look up, buddy, look up. Okay, I'm going to take your picture. Oh, guess who's going to be magically in your picture? Goofy and Mickey. Have a great day. Oh, oh, so you didn't actually have a sighting with any characters. Correct. Oh, I misunderstood what you had said. Okay. Where are they? I'm still confused where they're taking all these other pictures in the hallway. In the line. Like in in what had been the line for the experience before, like where they have those uh, those diamonds that look like they go on forever. Go on your my Disney experience and look at the photos right now. Yes, and the worst part was the lighting was so jacked up. Like when she was trying to take the pictures, and she was like, "I'm not sure. I just replaced the batteries in the flash. I don't know why it's doing this." So half of them, like half of our family's dark, the other half's bright. Like it is just bad. And where she had us looking. <laughs> For the magic shot where where they like superimposed Goofy and Mickey, um, Goofy and Mickey, like she had us look way too high. Like I don't understand why she didn't just say like turn your heads and look to the left. It was she had us all like looking to the left and up. So we're literally looking above where they superimposed the stupid character picture. Huh. It's interesting. So uh, that's the the current <laughs> Disney Visa um, well, Epcot character. While I'm, while I'm trying to look at your picture here, um, have you done the uh, magic shot with Remy? No, but I saw your pictures and they were cute. Oh, did you? Yeah, that that took a while for. I kept saying, Aiden, look at the cheese. Look at the cheese. <laughs> I'm like, Aiden, point at the cheese. I don't think he totally understood why he wasn't looking at the camera. Which, you know what, though? In fairness to him, to a four-year-old, that is confusing. Why am I not looking at the camera? No, I I totally get that. Um, Why don't you go ahead and talk about uh, Walt Disney World Day, and I'll try and look at your uh, pictures here. Thanks for stealing my story. You're so sweet. (sighs) December 3rd to be declared Walt Disney World Day by Orlando and Orange County mayors. So Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings and um, Orlando Mayor Buddy Dwyer Dyer, excuse me, um, have decided to declare December 3rd Walt Disney World Day. And they came out in a press conference and said, for 50 years, Walt Disney World Resort has served as a beacon of hope and happiness in the Central Florida area, bringing the beloved magic found across the resort to children and families in our neighboring communities. Um, According to a local news station, News 6, following the proclamation at the Second Harvest Food Bank, Walt Disney World volunteers 
uh, will take place in a community service project, sorting and packaging food alongside Walt Disney World leaders and local government officials to help support important causes that are making a difference for children and families in the community. So I just think it's definitely a cool thing. Um, Walt Disney's birthday, of course, uh, December 30 would have been 120 this year, I believe. So it's just a really, really cool nod to the man who started it all. Yeah, and actually, as we're recording yesterday, was his, or today, I'm sorry, was his birthday, December the 5th. Okay, I'm sorry, I, mis- I misspoke then. I thought it was the 3rd, you're right. No, no, at least according to my Walt Disney World calendar. I mean, that could I'd, be wrong. I'd like to hope that that's correct. Yeah. Um, so I gotta say, Don, I'm looking at these pictures, and it won't help any of our listeners, but I actually really like the ones of you guys with the hallway with the diamonds where it shows out in the imagination pavilion. I think that's actually a pretty cute picture. I think the lighting's really funky though. No, well, I the lighting is uh, in my opinion, I mean I'm not a I took a photography class at college but didn't do too well in it. The <laughs> one um I, the one of your dad where he looks like a scare actor and <laughs> like Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights, that one is really, that one's bad with the lighting. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the one where it's facing out into the glass, I actually really like that picture. I don't think the lighting looks terrible. Okay. In that, in, in that one. Um, the magic shot's awkward. Right? That's really, really... Did and you they can tell- see where she was telling us to look up. She was like, the top of the curtain, the top of the curtain, everybody look up. Yeah. Did they tell you to like act surprised or? Yeah. That's weird. I, it would have been better if they had Mickey and Goofy like facing the camera and you face the camera. Yep. Like looking at each other. Like, if, and you're, I mean, you're <laughs> tilted as if you're frightened by Mickey. <laughs> That's weird. And you know what else is bad about that picture? Like they can't even the frame and the background like they show the actual black frame. Like it's uh-huh. not just the picture. And wow, that's weird. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I totally agree. So for our <laughs> listeners who are Disney Visa card holders and yeah. planning to do that, that might be a pass. Unless you want to tell everybody it's actually Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> that, oh my god, that picture where your dad's completely in the background. Right? That, that All I could think of was it's a scare actor. <laughs> That's so funny. Alright, what? <laughs> oh, it's awful. Uh, so anyways, alright. Uh, am I finishing up or are you? Yes, sir. Number seven is you. Alright. I had to hold on one second. I need to reload. All right. Finishing up with some good news and we can um, check our crystal ball again in a couple of weeks, Donna. Maybe. Oh yeah. Um, storybook dining at artist point and boat rights dining hall. Reopening at Walt Disney world. Um, so this was recently announced. Conveniently not mentioned at D23. Interesting, nonetheless. True. Um, Storybook Dining at Artist Point, inspired by Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, will reopen December the 16th at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Um, reservations are currently available and be- uh, became available December the 2nd. Okay. All guests will see Snow White, Dopey, Grumpy, and the Queen, which was everybody pre-COVID. Um, that I can think of, yeah. Um, they'll stroll through the Enchanted Forest while enjoying a beautiful pre-fix dinner with the choice of individually plated entrees and shared starters and desserts. Um, going from the... Uh, what's that phrase going from the something to the sublime? I f- I'll have to look that up. I forget what it is. But anyways, Boatwright's Dining Hall at Disney's Port Orleans Resort Riverside will be serving up their southern specialties for dinner starting December 14th. And reservations are available for that as well. Um, you can enjoy the flavors of the Louisiana Bayou with an all-you-care-to-enjoy chef's platter. Um, feature- I didn't, is that new, Donna? I didn't realize that. Have they always done that? Um, I don't know. All you care to enjoy? And yeah, nobody cares about boat rides. 
Um, ribs, Na- <laughs> Nashville. Donna showed me a picture of of um, Anthony that is. <laughs> it looks like he's rolling his eyes at back of his head. So you were going like I wanted to see which picture you thought was good. So I grabbed yourself. I like really. <laughs> oh god, that's funny. W- which one was that on? <laughs> the one that you liked. No, it's not. Hold on. It's um the one before they had us do the fake character thing. <laughs> oh, all right. Now I need to go back and check. Oh, oh yeah, that one's weird. Oh. Not because of Anthony, but because of the picture in general. Oh, but, God, that was funny. Um, nevertheless, enjoy the flavors of the Louisiana Bayou with the all-you-care-to-enjoy chef's platter featuring ribs, Nashville hot chicken, smoked sausage, and barbecued beef brick- brisket with brisket? mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, street corn, and green beans. Um, I've never eaten at Boatwrights. I have not heard good things about it, though. Ditto. That's why I will not until I start hearing people say that it's edible. I will say I actually kind of like the theme. Uh, you know, I've seen videos of the actual theme of the room and um, that particular area I think is pretty cool where they're basically making boats, um, but haven't heard good things about the food. No. So, all right, Donna, very good. Let's take a quick break and we will be back where we will have our discussion on what Bob Chapek has not yet messed up. Preposition not ending the sentence this time. It totally is. Up as a preposition. <sighs> All right, Donna, and on to our main segment. We are back going to talk about things that Lex Luthor, Dr. Evil, Bob Chapek has not screwed up. You didn't use for him i forgot it the bald wonder the bald wonder that i knew there was something you you probably heard me pause and i'm like it, it just wasn't coming to me at the moment you've only called him that for the last i don't know three years oh, god I, what I, is the I, petition up to at this point i'm sorry what is the petition up to at this point oh uh, you know what that's a good question i don't know i haven't heard an update since <laughs> what was the last seventy five thousand? 35,000 no seven five seven five it hit that high i didn't know that i'm almost positive i'm googling it right now hmm. for those of you who don't know what we're talking about there was a petition that donna and i may or may not have signed um hoping on to get is important to, to add like it's not on a random website change.org oh yeah change.org to get um jpeg ousted um, eighty thousand six hundred and sixty eight people wow that i didn't know yep I, I thought of wow that's crazy <laughs> i mean it's not because he's a complete and utter fraud but anyways um donna i have to be honest with you and I know we were supposed to do this segment last week. Uh, excuse sh- me, two weeks ago. Then it was going to be last week when you had nothing and we walked around Wilderness Lodge instead. And I, yes. Oh, so this is- to, uh, well, I, I got to say, the more I thought about it, the less I could come up with. Because I would come up with an idea. Oh, wait, no, he screwed that up. No, this isn't good anymore. So I have five, and some of them are very, very weak. So I'm going to need you to, to carry the segment because <laughs> Billy Bob here is just not doing well. I have six, but two of them are not at Walt Disney World. So I don't know if that's cheating or if that's acceptable. Um, eh. We'll take it just because we're struggling for material. (laughs) All right. So since I had six and you had five, I'm going to uh, first start with one that was created out of necessity, really, um, due to the pandemic and something that I very much enjoy. I know that you're still waiting for um, 
uh, Festival of Fantasy to return, which of course will be fun, but he has not yet ruined the cavalcades. I really like those cavalcades. I like that, you know, they're frequent throughout the day. I like that you don't have to wait there for an hour before to get a good spot to see him. I like the cavalcades. Thank you, Bobby C. I'm okay with that. I don't, I, I would find myself kind of, oh, Aiden, look who it is. Who is it? Let's go line up real quick. Um, I like that that's going to be in addition to Festival of Fantasy because I I don't think it needed to be all or nothing. I, I think both can kind of coincide and coexist with each other. I agree with that. Yay. So I got one that, that Jamie approved of and that apparently didn't make his list. So that's a plus. <laughs> it didn't. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't... I didn't think of that, to be honest with you. And I think that's fair. Um, Yeah, no, I'm okay with it. Now, I do wish that he would have brought the Oogie Boogie float back um, or the Christmas pop-ups back during the day that are, you know, saved, of course, for the the ticketed events, after hours events. But um, in general, I'm glad that he hasn't ruined them yet. Oh, I think... um... Once Upon a Christmas Time is going to be during the day. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Th- that's a full-on parade. I'm talking about the little pop-ups. It's just the little cavalcades. Oh, oh. That they used to, like, they used to have, right. like, the toy soldiers come last last Christmas time. The toy soldiers would march through Magic Kingdom. I don't think they're doing that during the day. No, you're you're right. I'm, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Um, yeah. No, that's, that's definitely fair. Um... One that I have on my list was a rumor of something that he was going to destroy. Um, And that's the Country Bear Jamboree. Okay. I fully believe, if anybody does not believe the story from uh, WDWNT, that Bobby C. was going to turn it into a Toy Story marionette show, you need to have your head examined. It makes 100% sense. I will defend that um, rumor, that posting against anybody because it truly makes sense. It is something that he would do. um, Taking an opening day attraction at Magic Kingdom and just tossing in more intellectual property. Um, And I love Toy Story. It has nothing against that. But at this point, I almost feel it's getting oversaturated in Walt Disney World. Yeah, I mean, there's Toy Story Land. There's Toy Story. Well, that has three attractions dedicated to it. You have Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. And MK Fair. You have, I, I I'm, know there's more than that, too. You have a Toy Story float in the Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. Okay. You know, there there's a lot. And like you said, there's a whole land devoted to it. So, it, which includes a quick service restaurant. And if it ever fi- gets finished, is also going to be a table service restaurant. Oh, it'll get finished. It'll make them money. So, um, they don't have anything Toy Story in Animal Kingdom or Epcot, I don't think. Correct. Other than... Well, then again, during um, certain festivals like Flower and Garden, they always have the um, topiaries. Topiaries. So, um, but anyways, back to my thing um, with Country Bear Jamboree. I fully believe that story. I believe we will see concept art get leaked at some point um, to validate that story because I I truly, truly 100% believe that to be true and i'm glad that that didn't come to fruition and he was not in power yet when they stopped doing the christmas overlay country january so i can't blame him for that even though i'd love to yeah that stopped the while back didn't it? yeah good while but before we moved here i do believe yeah i i okay I, I was even thinking further i was thinking like 90s that stopped but i know I, I don't believe so because okay. i'm I'm almost positive that when we started coming with Andrew and we were still dating in college and my parents brought him down for the first time in 2006, I'm almost positive he saw it then. Okay. Yeah, I, that is something I don't remember because 
we we didn't go in that show a lot. So, gotcha. Um, yeah, so I put that on the list. Well, my next one is also an attraction that was rumored to be changed. And it's an attraction that I recently reignited your love of because you didn't used to like my little buddy. With F-I-G-M-E-N-T, oh my you God. can see things differently. I don't even know if he could screw it up because it's so bad. It is not. You take that back. It's it's not a good attraction. You stop it. Oh, come on. It's adorable. I, I, I think my big issue with the current version of Figment is it could be so much better. I think, like I said, and I like Figment as a character. I think they portray him in that attraction as an annoyance, and I I don't think that does the character justice. And I think they should bring back uh, bring back Dreamfinder. That that attraction needs to be rebooted. Come on, mm-hmm. Donna, you have to be objective and fair. No. <sighs> You don't think that Figment comes off as annoying in that attraction. He's adorable. He's a Figment of your imagination. And he takes you to his house, his open house at Figment's home. It's my favorite thing. Anthony's like constantly pointing at things on the ceiling and we find all the hidden Mickeys together. It's like my favorite. Okay. And the DreamWorks stuff, all the DreamWorks stuff afterward where he can play music with his hand, you know, the conducting to make musical notes. He runs over to the notes project, the instruments projected on the floor and jumps all over those. He oh, designed the image works, you mean. Sorry. T- excuse me, not DreamWorks. <laughs> DreamWorks would be a different studio, Donna. <laughs> it's, it's, it threw me off a little bit. Like, image, yeah, Imageworks. Um, he loves doing the Simon giant game on the wall. He designs a figment and sends that to us all the time. And the Simon has, like, is, I figments. do enjoy that. Figments printed out all over the dang house. So, no, I like it. JPEG hasn't ruined it yet. I'm thankful it didn't change when they were rumoring it. You can bite me. You know, it. I'll give that to you based, based on the um, concept that we're going for in the main segment here. Because I, I, I did want to mention at some point here, Epcot, I think, is just a complete and utter dumpster fire at this point. <laughs> My mom was actually saying that the other day. We have um, cousins um, in from out of town. And the last time they came down, they stayed on property for most of their stay. And then they stayed with my parents for another chunk of the time. This time they came down with my cousin's husband's parents. So they're staying off property in a house and, you know, doing more than just Disney. And my cousin grabbed tickets for five days for Disney and they're not going to Epcot. She's like, Donna, I've seen your pictures. I've seen your videos. Like, we don't need to go and, and see walls everywhere. Like, we'll go when it's done. Allegedly next year. I, I just, it's so, and even the, the, the Mo, I think, and I love Moana as a character. I love the movie. I think it's phenomenal. The journey of water thing, I still don't get the purpose of. Don't understand it. Don't get why it's there. Um, I mean, that's prime real estate in that park i and i've said this before i absolutely despise that they killed the symmetry of Mm. the park i I think i mean i think without covid happening they wouldn't have regretted it but i think now obviously even more so they realize how bad of a decision that was um i mean the best thing is that festival center not being built because i think that thing looked atrocious I am so disappointed. I know I've said this before and we need to move on from this because this is neither here nor there as far as, you know, the things he hasn't ruined yet. Um, I'm most disappointed with the Festival of Nations because that was such a central, cool piece of what Epcot is supposed to be. And that's just such a shame for me that they took that away. Oh, the the fountain. What did I say? Festival. Fountain of Nations. I'm having a good night. <laughs> it's I, as long as you see you keep explaining it. I'm like, oh, that's what she's talking about. I got it now. Well, I feel like we need to let our listeners know that we stopped recording last night after news because I told you I was tired and didn't think I could formulate good thoughts. And then this is the alternative result of doing it the next night. Yeah, this is improved for everybody listening. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, let me take it over. 
to one that I legitimately, you know, hand to God thought about as I was waiting in Pecos Bill, I want to say, to pick up food. It was definitely a quick service. I'm stunned he's still allowing free cups of water at quick service restaurants. I mean, I understand where you're coming from because obviously the cup is not free and, you know, water is not free while very cheap. It's not free technically. Um, But I think that that would be such a bad move, especially in the, in Florida when it's so hot. I mean, today it's December the 6th. Florida, Florida where it's hot, where they're not running parking lot trams. Is that it? The same place? It was like it was like eighty three degrees today. My cousin's husband was like, as soon as he walked into my parents' house, and he was like, "Can I just sit down? I'm dying. Like it's been such a day. It's been so hot." And, and what did what do the people that park in the Yeti parking lot at DAC have to do? Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I'm I was standing, and I don't want to give that guy any ideas, but I was just standing there. I'm like, I can't believe they still do this because I mean, I, and I. Like, I'll pay for convenience of things. Like, I don't have an issue buying, you know, water bottles and recycling them or, or whatever. Um, but they, they're three fifty a pop compared to costing Disney money. I mean, I know they don't spend a lot, ton of money on paper cups or whatever, but... I think um, the argument becomes if you're in the quick service restaurant and able to ask for the water, you've purchased something. Not, you don't have to, though. You can go in and just ask for a cup of water without purchasing anything. Well, it depends on the restaurant because sometimes you can't even go inside unless you've shown that your mobile order is ready. They've actually, I don't think, in any restaurant that I was in last week, any quick service, they did have people at the cash registers. So I think oh. they've gotten away from mobile mobile order only which was infuriating to me when we tried to do lunch at woody's lunchbox okay last week because we we like the food there but haven't been able to go there because in august i don't want to be outside eating tomato soup yeah Um, there were people there donna one person taking up a table for six just sitting on their cell phone as you're wandering that place in that area searching for a table or one person you know would ask a group of people that were um getting up oh are you leaving and they sat down and didn't have food for another 20 minutes like Uh their people just got in line like people can eat and leave in that time that you're holding that table and i didn't think about it too much but i really do wish especially at at woody's um that they would require you to have your food before you're allowed to sit down or it'd be mobile order only and this is jpeg's fault no well everything is his fault but i mean (laughs) that's just from a park ops perspective i just wanted i know that's a little tan tangentially um a little tangent related but i just i wanted to say that at some point so i love when you make up words that's my favorite no tangentially something like that is an actual word but i'm gonna go with it so go ahead she'll spell it for you she will (laughs) hold on i'll text her is tangentially a word (laughs) i don't know how to spell it though (laughs) next up on my list is disney cruise line Bob Chapek has not managed to ruin Disney Cruise Line yet. The Disney Wish vessel looks unbelievable. The entertainment they've got coming on that puppy, everything about it. I am so excited to be sailing on September 30th. We've got three cruises planned for next year. And while I'm very excited for each one, I am like giddy about getting on the wish i just think it's going to be so stinking cool i have had a good number of clients at this point uh sail again on disney cruise line now that they have um um began operating after covid and every single family's come back and said oh my gosh donna this is so cool they're at such low capacity i had um friends of my parents just get off uh the dream gosh 
they went the, the week after Thanksgiving and they're already booked again for February because they had such a good time with such a low capacity ship um, that they are wanting to cruise again before Disney, you know, continues to increase the capacity and before more folks are back to sailing. Um, so Disney Cruise Line, Bobby C has not yet um, sunk his claws into. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's fair. Um, although I did hear um, from a podcast today that uh, apparently at Palo they are getting away from like an all-inclusive aspect and they're going yeah. to a la carte. Did you hear that as well? Yes. Our friends who just sailed, um, they had, they've always, they, they've been Disney Cruise Line people since the cruise line began. Um, and they've always done brunch on the sea day at Palo and they've always done a dinner at Palo. They canceled their dinner reservation on board after looking at the menu because they were so PO'd that in addition to being the price fix, there's also like, add this for this amount, add this for this amount, like got, yeah, really got away from right. right, really got away from, you know, almost all cruise lines, Jamie, I know that you and Val are not cruisers, but almost all cruise lines have some sort of even carnival, which is like a value level cruise line has a steakhouse that you can pay X number of dollars additionally for in order to experience like a little bit of that elevated dining experience. Norwegian has it. Princess has it. Literally everybody has something extra. Um, and Disney is one of the first to, to go away from, Hey, it's this number of dollars to, Oh, it's this. And you know, a la carte piece. Right. Interesting. No, but uh, that, I like that one. Yeah. Cruise line. I've, I've heard good things about and, Definitely something for the future that I'll look at. Um, All right. You're up, Buttercup. I've got three left. So do I. This this one's a bit of a cheat, okay? All right. The Disney dining plan. What? He can't screw up something that's not... This is how bad I just search for something. Can't screw up something he hasn't brought back yet. It'll be but screwed yet, up. That's a screw up in and of itself. I know. That's a very fair point, and I've already considered that, but I needed a fifth. And that was the one that I came up with. I'm skipping that. Moving right along to an actual <laughs> thing to discuss would be Disney Plus. Andrew and I are so impressed with so much of the original programming that we've seen on Disney Plus. We have loved seeing um, movies. We haven't paid, and I don't think you and Val have either for any of the movies on Disney plus when they're currently in theaters, but it's no, been really fun. Okay. It's been really fun to be able <laughs> to see those movies shortly after they were in the theaters. We've really, really enjoyed jungle cruise, really, really enjoyed um, Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings was phenomenal. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I don't think the price point's that bad, especially the deal. Andrew and I were laughing the other day. We got in, um, because when they were rolling out Disney Plus was the year that Andrew had gotten me the D23 membership. Um, so I had the gold membership. And because of that membership, I was able to get um, three years of Disney Plus for like $65 total. Per year, right? No, no. Total. It was that cheap? I'm almost positive that's the deal that I got. It was like absurd. Well, I know we got the same deal because you could actually have. I signed up for a free or the free D twenty three gotcha membership. I, I thought it was more expensive than that because I I do know that it was um the three year deal which was absolutely amazing. Um, because we also have Hulu Live as our our TV provider essentially, which is now all going under um, one umbrella. But hmm. yeah, I would agree. Um, I think Disney Plus, even though based on their last earnings call, the subscriber growth has really started to slow down a little bit. I mean, they just have to, if they want to compete with like your Netflixes, have to spend so much money. It's just absolutely insane. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, August 28, 2019, it was 150 bucks. 149 i don't know why i thought it was 60 something okay well either way less than 50 a year yeah because that would amount to like 20 bucks a year right i don't know that's why i thought it was yeah no i I thought it was i I actually thought it was around 120 but 
I just looked up my bill, um, August 28th, uh, with tax 149.43. So yeah. Amazing deal. Cause I think we calculated out where it was going to be like four bucks a month or something. Right. Stupid cheap. So, yeah. um, no, I agree with you. Cause I, I think they're spending like three or $4 billion a year on content, but yeah. I've heard good things about Hawkeye too. Have you guys started that? We have. Um, it's funny you say that because, um, I, I really wanted to love Loki. I liked Loki, but it's a little bit hard to follow. Granted. We haven't finished it yet. I think we have two episodes left. Granted, the majority of the time that Andrew and I are watching TV, I'm working while we're watching something. Uh, I have my computer on my lap. I'm doing something else. So that doesn't help. No. As far as like being able to follow confusing things. But Hawkeye, I've really enjoyed all three episodes that have, have come out so far. It's been exactly what I wanted it to be. I really like the Hawkeye character. I like all the nods to, you know, the Avengers universe. Um, not this won't ruin anything, but there was, um, you know, they're in New York City and they're seeing a play about the Avengers. And there's an actress playing Black Widow, and you see Hawkeye like shifting so uncomfortably, like thinking about her memory and everything like that. Um, just really, really, really well done. It's been fun um, seeing that character built out a little bit. But my God, Jeremy Renner looks old. Old. Mm. I mean, he is yeah. old now. Be serious. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to get that started. We got to finish Loki. And I haven't done Black Widow or Shang-Chi. Oh, Jamie, you have to. Yeah, I've heard their Black Widow hilarious. I loved it. We've seen it a couple times now. We saw it in theaters. I think we watched it twice on Disney Plus. And Shang-Chi was surprisingly good. I didn't have very high expectations. It was excellent. Hmm. Well, maybe we'll be able to catch up a little bit over winter break. But um Val says you're the worst to watch TV with that you'll like never watch more than like one show at a time, and then you'll like ADD on her. Uh, I just get tired. Oh, sleepy More baby. Than, yeah. So, all right. My next one. Um, this one is kind of in the spirit of like the Splash Mountain redo. Like, how could they screw up a current attraction? Okay. Um, and I, I just put Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because okay, he hasn't touched it, and I don't think he's going to. Um, even though there wasn't there some rumor if the um, was it Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp, I had heard if that did well, like there was going to be some weird overlay with that. So thank God that bombed. Um, but just not doing anything with Big Thunder Mountain, just leaving it as is and not screwing it up. So that's why I made my list. Next up, Avengers Campus in Disneyland. Mm. Yeah. No, you know what though? I'm gonna I wanna put I'm gonna say yes with an asterisk just because if they don't have that other major e ticket that w- whatever it's supposed to be, if that falls by the wayside, then it's a screw up. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that I would call it a screw up, but then they definitely missed out on the ability to include you know, a couple of really big things there. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think that's going to be um, kind of the big... I'll I'll put a I agree for now on that. Um, Because from what I've seen, Web Slingers looks pretty cool. Um, But... I just mean, like, the whole idea of, like, there... And part of it is because we know we can never have it here. We can never have you know those avengers characters walking around our parks but it just looks so neat like the different um experiences within that area and getting to see those um characters come to life i'm really really excited about it and it looks awesome from all the pictures and videos and stuff i've seen yeah no i agree that, that's a good one um i have one more and, and it's it's i guess bigger obviously than big thunder mountain railroad um and that is just as a whole and this really came to my thinking in regards to thinking about what has happened to Epcot. Um, and that's animal kingdom. Okay. In, in that he really hasn't, or animal kingdom in and of itself, hasn't been touched as a big giant thing. Like replacing camp Minnie Mickey 
I would have liked to get Beastly Kingdom. We got Pandora, the world of Avatar. Even if you're not a fan of the, I was going to say the Pandora movies. Ha ha. Um, <laughs> even if you're <laughs> <laughs> the one movie. Yeah. Even if you're, you know, because it's coming out, whatever it is. Um, I don't know whether a Pandora movie will be released or Tron will be finished first. God um, almighty. Which or, I just... or the wall around the house down the street that they've been building for, I kid you not, two and a half years. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can't follow that on Twitter. Um, yeah. But uh, I actually just read an article that there's a rumor Tron may open in another year. Jeez. so but anyways you know even if you're not a fan of the movie like you can appreciate flight of passage you can ap- appreciate to a certain extent navi river journey the land itself is cool would beastly kingdom have been better it's arguable depending on what the final project would have been um but you look at what was done or what is being done to epcot the crater the dumpster fire that that place is right now you look at hollywood studios which some people can make an argument galaxy's edge is cool was it worth what we lost in um osborne and and all of you know that area and other potential um space or what could have gone into that um you know, even Lights, Motors, Action wasn't everybody's favorite, but, you know, a different land could have been in that back corner where it wasn't this massive um, expansion. But that really hasn't happened to Dak in a detrimental way, I don't think. Okay, fair. I mean, he leveled um, uh, Primeval World, but whatever. Woohoo! Yeah. That, All right, I got one more, James. Land, I'm surprised so. this one actually didn't make your list. Okay. The Christmas overlay living with the land. Uh, I thought for sure with all of the cuts that we have seen this year, I didn't think that stood a chance of being back. I would love to know who makes the call on that going in. I mean, my God, if JPEG is, is that into the parks, we're all screwed. But like that to me reeks of, you know, the coordinators and the cast members that work that attraction just keep plussing it and plussing it and plussing it. Like it wouldn't surprise me if we find out five, 10 years from now, like cast members bought the lights for that (laughs) attraction. I'm being dead serious when I say that because it, it just, it reeks of care. And it just gets bigger and bigger and better every yeah. single year. It's beautiful. I love it at night. Even during the day, it's cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. That definitely is one of those attractions that I would consider a hidden gem because it usually doesn't have a, a long queue at all. And especially in the evening, especially this time of year, my gosh, it's it's truly one of my favorite things. And last year, with there being so much still closed and so much still unavailable due to the pandemic, it was just such a, a beacon of light, not to be like corny, but it was a really, really nice thing and a little bit of slice of, you know, Christmas time at the parks. Well, and Don, if I can interject too, with, with talking about wait times with that, um, we went back because uh, we had a DAS pass and I wanted to go at night when, you know, it was dark and you could see the lights better or whatever. It was a 35 minute wait. Really? Yeah. And, and I truly attribute that to festival of the holidays and this holiday overlay they even did a new spiel for it to incorporate oh. holiday which uh, have you done it with the we've not oh uh, you have to do it i mean it's just um it, it's amazing it's amazing um and like i said it's it's a new recorded spiel that actually incorporates uh holiday information no we intended to go after we did candlelight processional but then we ended up at um uh, Rosen Crown for dinner instead of going over to the land to eat. So it didn't end up working, but I enjoyed Rosen Crown. <laughs> oh, good. Definitely do it. Highly, highly recommend. For sure. 
All right. Well, that is our list, James. That those are the items that we came up with. Some were better than others. Uh, things that uh, I apologize. The ball wonder, <laughs> wonder has not ruined yet. Asterisk, asterisk. And of course, you guys. Um, this is hopefully no one's first <laughs> time listening to us, or you're going to think we're totally sarcastic buttholes. Um, but we were just having a little bit of fun here. Um, you know, trying to to poke fun at uh, at Mr. Chapeka and. Uh, I don't know. It's it's just rough. We're obviously huge Disney fans, but there have been a couple of things that have happened that have made us a little bit, a little bit of bitter betties. So this was our our kind of sum sum up of that, right? I would agree. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to listen. If there's anything we missed, which I'm sure there was, please send that our way for uh, consideration for our next show. Speaking of which, we are going to talk about Disney's Pop Century Resort next week celebrating its birthday a resort that years ago i really wouldn't have suggested to clients and now i honestly put it on every single quote workup that i do as long as it's available it's on that sheet of three to look at so we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon